0: Now then, in our final segment of today's show, we just spotlight a podcast I think you're really going to dig. The show is called 7-Minute Stories, and this piece right here is about a little yellow bird. One of my earliest memories as a child was the bird cage in my house. It was right down the hallway, past the bathroom on the right. And there was probably four or six birds flying around in this cage. I remember being two or three years old, waking up in the morning and listening to the birds outside and then even louder inside the house. It wasn't weird for me to have birds in the house. I thought everybody had birds in their house, and I loved these things. I would go and dance in front of the bird cage, try to communicate with the birds tweet 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 try to talk with them. I believed I was communicating with with these animals. Beautiful, like pieces of Jolly Rancher candy just flying around with wings. And then over the years, the next couple of years, from the age of two till about five, some of the birds died off. I wasn't present when it happened. I can't remember too clearly, but we were down to two birds left. There was a yellow bird and a blue bird. Now the blue bird, awesome. Great energy. Just a, just a decent just a decent person. I mean, I would walk in there and he would tweet at me like he was saying hello. He would eat out of my hand. He would let me pet him sometimes. Like, great kind of connective energy. The yellow bird, on the other hand, I don't know if we had, like, dissociative astrological signs, but he was a jerk. At least he treated me like a jerk. He didn't just tweet. He, like, screamed he screeched at me and he would he would scratch me with his claws and dive bomb and try to peck my finger and when i tried to feed him and he would attack me i remember running down the hallway crying to my mom my hand is bleeding now as i reflect as an as an adult first of all why do we have birds caged to begin with it seems almost like torture to have this implicitly free animal who has wings in this small space i don't get it don't judge my mother i just don't understand why we're caging birds to begin with. No wonder these yellow bird had an attitude, but we all learned to live together. And even after my parents got a divorce, the birds stayed, these two birds and the cage. And when we moved, we moved to a smaller house in town near the square where we lived. And, and it was, it was we downsized, but the birds upscaled. They went from the cage and my mom moved them into the porch, We had this cool enclosed porch that had, it was either plastic or glass, but I can't remember, but it was clear. You could see from the inside and the outside. And it was a giant room. And my mom let the two birds, the yellow and the blue bird, free. And they they flew everywhere. That's where they lived. And we would have lunch in there. And we'd have dinner in there. And we'd try to avoid getting shot on by the birds while we're eating. The birds had tasted freedom in the way they'd never tasted freedom before. And here, man and animal coming together, nature, all in one space. My mom, a former hippie, finally almost achieved what maybe her her ideal was from the very beginning. But she wanted to add one more element to this arc. She decided that she was going to bring a cat into the house. Now, this cat needed a home. It was a beautiful Siamese cat, had clear blue eyes. His name was Shadow. We called him Kitty, just for short. Kitty was awesome. He had a really cool personality, too. I thought that he wasn't even a cat. I felt he was a human being reincarnated into a cat, because I'm not a cat person, and I like this guy. We became friends. So we had the cat in the house and the birds on the porch, and in the wintertime, they would go back in their cage, but everyone was living in harmony. Until one day, I walk out on a spring day to check the birds out on the porch. And as I go in to turn the handle on the door, I realize... The door's already open. It's cracked. And when I open the door, I see that the yellow bird is screeching like usual, but she she seems to be in a panic. She's flying around, and I didn't know what was happening. And then I looked around the table into the corner, and I saw Kitty, Shadow. His eyes are wide open looking at me, and he's got blue feathers coming out of his mouth. I almost fainted. My mom runs in the room with a broom. She starts attacking the cat saying, get him out. She starts trying to swat him in the ass. Get the bird out. Get the bird out. The bird falls out of the cat's mouth onto the ground. It's too late. Death. National Geographic came to my home and showed me what nature really was. The cat didn't consider or deliberate or have any sort of existential crisis about the bird. He was a cat. It was a bird. The cat ate the bird we were down to one bird one yellow bird and we moved from this house to the final house of my adolescence out more in the country but the bird downsized and it was back in its cage and this yellow bird was just incredible in in the sense that it survived all these years and all these houses and divorces and 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 cats and and us it was nearly 20 years old probably over cuz i was 18 at the time and it was in its cage and I was going off to college. I was trying to decide what I wanted to do in my life and where I wanted to go and all the different possibilities. And I remember one night I was alone in the house and I went in to go feed the yellow bird and I noticed he was breathing funny. And he looked like he was on his last leg. He looked like he was dying. He only had one eye working at this point. So one eye was squinted. The other one was just looking at me with a side eye and i went and he let me feed him he ate out of my hand and i noticed his breathing got worse so i i tried i pet him on his head he let me pet his head and he seemed so fragile and then he, he laid himself on my hand he was still alive he just sort of leaned into me and now i'm just holding this little yellow bird As he's breathing, and the breaths are getting shorter. But he seems calm and scared at the same time. And he takes one final breath in, and one final small little breath out. And he dies in my hand. I had lost a few people by this age of 18. But honestly, that was the most intimate experience with death I had ever had with me and the yellow bird I hope in heaven in bird heaven wherever his energy flew to I hope they don't have cages Yeah. No. Big thanks to Aaron Califato for your podcast, 7-Minute Stories. You can find more at 7minutestoriespod.com. Special musical guest for that story was Frank Ivy. You can hear more of Frank's music at frankivy.com slash music.